days Let your problems dissipate I'm chill out Let those worries leave your mind A bit chill out Just unwind and have a good time What up, 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 what up? It's your boy T. Hey, it's your man B. Hey, you on the ride up. What's going on with you, bro? We we got a special guest. My big bro. Hey. DMV stand up. My guy, Damo Hicks, stand-up comedian. It's a funny dude. What's going on? What's happening? The troublemaker. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Damn, what's yeah. going on, man? Ain't shit. Ain't shit. Trying to uh, trying to stay anti-COVID. Ain't trying to have him stick that big ass Q-tip in my nose. I know that's right. I mean, since you mentioned that, I want to. I guess we'll start there, and then we'll we'll, we'll work our way back. Being a stand-up comedian, how has uh, COVID affected uh, your comedy uh, since since the pandemic is here? As far as what writing or just performing? Performing. Um, I mean, I mean, shows slowed down, but now they're starting to do. They were starting to do that. Uh, like a bunch of folks was doing them them Zoom shows. Yeah. Comedy clubs were trying was starting to do them Zoom shows too. Um, that shit weird to me, but I mean, I I see how it, it's it's like I think that shit works way better with with fucking music than it does with uh. With, with with comedy, you know what I'm saying? Because we we vibe off of energies and shit like that, right? So it's like yeah. So if you're just sitting around, just uh, pretty much, it's like you're reading the Gettysburg Address if you're doing that shit. It's like such and such and such and such joke punchline. All right then, such and such and such. You know what I'm saying? It's just weird. It's yeah. weird. I, I I've seen that because uh, DC Improv was selling like five dollars. Uh, Zoom, Zoom uh, tickets. I was like, yeah, huh. yeah. I seen I like, some of them joints. Uh, they seemed like they was all right. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Maybe motherfuckers is way more professional than me. I, I don't know. I couldn't do shit though. I'd be you gotta out my do, mind. I, I guess some people just gotta do what they gotta do. I think I haven't seen any of like big names doing it as like not in that level because right. they don't necessarily have the the need. Whereas some people still out here trying to make sure that their name stays relevant, and mm. or they try to build a name. Some right. just need to need the money. Some just need the money. You know what facts. I'm saying? They got child support to pay. Big right. facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some don't, everybody don't live in a big house, so they big need that. facts. And you said you just went to Magoobies. What was the experience like uh, going to Magoobies last weekend? So I was kind of leery about doing a, a show inside, um, but the the selling point for me was, hey, I know I know the owner's gonna take care of everything to make it a good experience. But at the same token, it's big enough place where they can actually socially distance and not just say that they did it. You know what I'm saying? Some people just be like, yeah, we socially distance just so they can adhere to the the mandate. You know right. what I'm saying? But now, let me, but they did it. I mean, that shit was like, they was like, uh, they got, they had the stage set up and then there was like a fucking, a moat. <laughs> and, then, and then like, and then like a bunch of fucking uh, seats and they, and they tiered up and stuff like that too. So, so the way they do it is, so you don't just buy a ticket anymore. Um, 
if you come in with three people, you bought a table. Yeah. So when you come in, you buy the table, and your three sit at that table. You got five, your five sit at that table. Before they had it where they would put, you know what I'm saying, different parties at tables, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you you paying for the table. And they had it nice and set. I mean, it was all separated out pretty good. I, I didn't, matter of fact, for the, for the comics and shit, uh, each comic had your own mic. That shit, that shit was a banger. Uh, the host had his own, her, had her own mic. I had mine. The, the headliner had his joint, and they would uh, sanitize them joints at the uh, after the night. It was alright. They was checking, uh, they was checking temperatures when uh, motherfuckers came in. It was cool to me. That's what's up. They had the little, the little gun temperature joint. Just yeah, <laughs> shoot people in the joint. face with it. Yeah. yeah, shoot people in the face with that joint. That's how that's how the the nine to five does it now. Every day we come in, we just you take your temperature. Yeah. 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 So now now I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump. Listen, just 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 to FYI, I jump all over the place. That's great. Structures, structures for the sucker. I don't give a goddamn about. So I want I want to jump into being from the DMV. Like yes. I know myself, though I'm not a stand-up comedian, I I, I do think that I'm a, a rather uh, humorous person, and I can say that growing up, I used to see myself being like a Martin Lawrence. Though I love Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock, I saw myself like like I would see myself living out scenes like Martin did. And part of it was because I noticed like he went to some of the same schools that I went to, and like he was just in the character. So I felt like next to the airport to Martin. Right. So. You can follow that. Who was your inspiration? Who did you, who did you uh, see yourself? Whose lane did you see yourself in coming up and say, you know what? I'm still with that guy. I think I can do what he does. Man, uh, shit. I, I never, I, I never thought I could do any of the shit that those guys were doing. Like any of the people, like Martin and 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 all the jokers that was on uh on Def Jam. I never thought. Ever. I was like, I'd, I'd never be on that level of anything. Uh, I used to watch Comic View and saw like the like some cats on there, and we used to, we used to be at Bowie watching that shit. <laughs> and, and motherfuckers would be like, nigga, you way funnier than them. And I'd be like, yeah. And, <laughs> and then we just we just went to uh, Jokes on Us in Laurel one day, and I hopped on I, I hopped on um I, hopped, I did a, I did a comedy workshop uh, with the Fat Doctor, and then. Uh, I did them joints for a while, and then uh, he had a showcase. I got a bed joint and just and just smashed it, and I was like, "Oh, all right, so I guess I can do this shit." I never thought I could be any of the cats that I looked at, like Eddie Murphy or or or, or, or Chris or Chris uh Chris Rock, any of them cats. And at the time, I wasn't even looking at Chris Rock like that. I look, it was a couple of cats I just thought was funny as shit. Uh, Eddie Murphy was one of them. You couldn't tell me Bernie Mac was not the funniest nigga alive uh, after I seen his joint on Def Jam. And uh, I, I thought Eddie Griffin was pretty hilarious too in some of his specials. So it was, I mean, it was a bunch of folks, especially Martin. All, all the cats from around the way, Martin, Dave. I, Eddie should be bigger. Eddie Mur I mean, Eddie Griffin, he should be bigger. Oh, I, I thought you literally I, were saying Eddie Murphy should be bigger. I, I was like, nigga, you want him to be the Lord? Nigga, you, 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 no, you want that nigga to be the Lord? Because in his prime, yo, to be like you didn't want to open or follow Eddie Griffin, man, because he was just so raw. Like, 
I feel like Eddie Griffin oh, and Cat Williams are very similar in the way they, they deliver their, their material, man. They're just very, very candid and don't care about how you feel when they're done. I, uh, I saw – I opened for Eddie before, and that shit was a great experience. He only does he only does a two man show, so he doesn't do the 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 the, the host feature hit. He don't do that. It's just you feature, you do you host and feature that joint, and then bring him up, and he takes that joint the rest of the five hundred hours he's gonna do. <laughs> that's a blessing to the man. You know that's a blessing. You know because though I really love stand up, one of the things that I hadn't been able to do is actually see uh, like major uh, stand up comedians perform until recently where. When I saw Kevin Hart, I expected to see the uh, Plastic Cup Boys. I expected to see them. Oh, you talking about uh, Spank, Spank in, 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 in 90s? Yeah, he made the, and, I uh, think when he, when he did the show, he did the Verizon Center. Or the, uh, when he did that, when he had pretty much all, it was like four guys in front of him, and he still had an hour set because he was working on his uh, special right. at the time. But when I went, we went to go see D-Ray. D-Ray had like three people ahead of him. And then we saw uh, DL, and DL also had like three people in front of him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's I, when I saw it, I was like, I like the way they line up because I'm just used to I'm used to the concerts that I go. I go to musicians, and they don't have like when I go to the Birchmere, they didn't have uh, opening acts. It's just yo, they you come and eat some dinner, watch these guys perform, and go home. There's no opening acts or anything like that. So to hey, see, to get real- this. Real quick though, uh, not to interrupt your story, but when you said Birchmere, the first thing I thought of was a Pap smear for your butt. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Sorry to take a perfectly good story and nope, just run it down. You know my what? fault. <laughs> I, I, I expect that the uh, my bad. pop up on a, on a on a show one day. That's literally what I first. That's, he said Birchmere. I was like, nigga, they doing butt Pap smear. So when I did it, so when I did a show at the Pap smear, <laughs> I did this one show at the Pap smear. The, the oh, for the, <laughs> <laughs> for the butt. Wow. So, so what, what I'm saying is, so to get to see some of the other comedians, it's very interesting because I would see, like, a D.L. Hewley, he's the type of comedian where he would, you could, if you listen to D.L. Hewley on a regular basis, you could tell he's just constantly working material. Whereas mm-hmm. D. Ray Davis, because he's so He's like has stuff for us comedy. Then he acts a fool in regular regular person. Right, right. How do you how do you structure yours? Do you write stuff down and do you work the shit you say in regular conversation and see the reaction, or is it other way around? When you say stuff on a random and say, "Damn, that made somebody laugh. I ain't expected." Let me remember that and, and and see if I can work that into a set. So, I I think of crazy shit all the time, dude. Yes. So. Yes, just in everyday existence, I think of crazy shit and I try to write it down, right? And then sometimes I have, dude, I, I, I'm self-diagnosed attention deficit. I will tell you this 100,000%. So when I started writing it down, it loses itself in translation. So then I just, I kind of write the, the skeleton of it out and then I just write the subject matter out. And then I take that to stages and work it and work it. And as my shit starts to grind out while I'm delivering what I got, it builds and builds and builds. And then I have, a fucking, as I call them, Buddy Lee tested bits. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just how how it how it works, though. Uh, just every day, just even a conversation I had with somebody may trigger something in 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 this uh in this fucked up factory right there, or uh just 
sitting around and drinking and watching TV may trigger something in the old the old fuck warehouse right there. So the the few times uh, we've been in contact with each other, you seem like you're always on, and people expect people to be all like comedians, funny people to always be on. That's funny. Do you, do, are you always on, or, or is there time where it's like I'm relaxed? I'm just gonna ask that because if you if I was watching uh, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith do their press run for Bad Boys for Life, right? Martin Lawrence is the accomplished comedian. He's the chill one. But he but during during their press run, Martin Lawrence was he was sitting in the back and just letting Will earn that money that he was making. And so I, I it's curious it's curious it made me curious to wonder how many comedians are like always on and that's just the way they, they win people because they become infectious, or if you just sit back and you just just study in the crowd to see what people react to. So this okay, so this is what I kinda figured out though. Well personally I uh I wouldn't say I'm always on. I just like to have fun, right? So people think, oh, okay. So there's certain things that piss me off, right? There's certain things that when somebody brings me into it, like if I if I go with somebody to a function and they say, oh, he's a comedian, right? It's like they're making an excuse for me or something. Like they can't, like I'm gonna talk shit. Like that's that's why I became a comedian. You know what I'm saying? Right. A, a creative motherfucker that is musical makes music, right? That's how it works. You don't, you're not a musical person and I'm like, you know what I'll do? Open heart surgery. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not how it works. Right. Your personality is like, if you don't give a fuck about shit, you a killer. Like, that's exactly what you want to be. That's how it works. You know what I'm saying? So if you always a, 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 a clown around, joning on motherfuckers. See, this is how it is in the DMV, dude. It's, there's, there's people like, there's people like us, where we goof off, clown around. There's people... Like this, it was straight Joan you out, but also got hands. And it is folks like, like my man, my man, your, your partner right here. He got one of them faces like, go ahead. You, he, we, you want him go ahead, niggas, right? He like, go ahead, niggas. Like you, you fuck with him. He be like, he be like, the first one funny, the second one, it ain't that funny. The third one gets you punched in the mouth. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that first story, he like. <laughs> Second one, like, <laughs> so, third one, like, go ahead, nigga. So for, for the audience, let me, let me, I'm going to give a little backstory to, to my, but our, facts, in, our, our introduction to Damo. So when we first meet Damo, he's, you know what I'm saying, we're getting to know him, and we had a, we had a function, and Damo, for, I don't know why, I don't know why, for some reason, Damo, out of all, we, and we in, like, good parties, these aren't, these aren't, like, two, Three people dinner party. These are like house parties with a pool. You know what I'm saying a nice deck, good grill, good food, drinks all around, two levels, a bunch of people, 40, 50 people in a house party. So that's a bunch of people and a bunch of squares in these parties. For some reason, for some reason, every time Damo had his sights set on Brian. <laughs> <laughs> he had his sights set on Brian, and the thing, and the funny thing about it is, the thing that as as I look at Damo's eyes, because I know Damo and I how people like Damo are, Damo don't even realize that it's like a recurring thing when he's around. It's like oh, and he's it's just a trigger. Like oh, there go there goes a victim. I'm about to take shots at him. It's not oh, there goes Brian. I'm gonna keep fucking with Brian. But every time 
he and, and Brian is exactly like you describe him. Brian is the person laid back. He's like, oh, all right, all right, you got me. Oh, okay, you gonna come again? Okay. Right. So, I still remember to this day. It was a birthday party, and we were playing spades. We were sitting at the table, and yeah. Brian had on a pair of Patrick Ewans. They were the blue suede Patrick Ewans, and Damo saw these Patrick Ewans, which are a respected shoe in, in, in sneakerhead community. Very respected. They don't know the fuck about that. All that was on that's a target, and he just shot, 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 shot. He had the infrared. He had the infrared on. So I thought it was on my head. And, I, and as, as me, I'm like, if I was with, if I, if it was me, I would like, I would have kept going. Like I would have kept going either way. If I'm Damo, I'd have kept taking shots at Brian. But if he came at me, me and Woody, kept, I just felt. I'm like, Brian, you gotta like, no, you Damo not gonna stop. And even even Toye was like, yo, he not gonna stop. So you better fight back. Yeah, dude. See the way my brain works is, any room I walk in. I have 10 things. As soon as I walk in the room, I have 10 things in my mind to say about every fucking person in the room. No matter what it is. It's just how my mind works. I'm always, I, I don't know how to think any other way. I I'm, really don't. I'm like that too. And the reason why is because I got to be prepared for anybody to jump out there. See? And like, I, I'm not I, going, I'm not about to figure out some shit on the fly. No, 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 no. I'm going to say it. it's going to feel like it's on the fly, but. Like, yo, if this person jump out there, I'm going to fire that up. If this person, I'm going to, anybody in this room can get fired up at any moment. Or I'm going to so, die trying. So I know at least 10 things to say about everybody in the room, and I know at least four ways to get up out of place, too. <laughs> That's just how my mind is wired, bro. I need to know all exits and all victims at all times. Hey. Look, let me tell you something. If somebody busts up in a spot and they start hitting that Al Jazeera, blah, 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 and they about to hit that button, buddy, let me tell you something. I know the fat bitch to throw on top of that motherfucker to absorb the blast. And I know the window to back right out of. But I got it all figured out. And I know about three things to say about that nigga's bomb before he hit that button <laughs> about how raggedy that nigga's bomb is. Damo is fat shaming. Fat shaming on our podcast. And it's oh, okay. Is that, uh, that frown You guys have an HR department? My bad. I am, I am, you know what? My Brian is the HR department. He's the HR department. Nah, we, we let it today. I am not the uh, HR department. I didn't see nah, the EEO ethics video. My bad. Yeah. I'll watch that. I'll watch that tomorrow. Yeah, we we gotta put a workshop together. So we, we you good. It's it's early. It's hey, early. Nick Nick Cannon. That's all I'm saying. Nick Cannon. <laughs> yeah. Hey. We don't yeah, we don't we don't speak on the We too small to get canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we good. If you yeah, get shit, they, it don't matter. We get we go two. They go two years back, three years back, gonna come get you. So yeah, once I'm you not, get canceled I'm, by Anchor, it's a wrap. <laughs> hey, buddy, let me tell you something. I have definitely said a whole bunch of shit on my podcast because I there's no HR department in life, so cancel culture can come get it. But while they coming to get it though, I'm gonna blow up while they coming to get it, and then I'm gonna catch one of them outside, and I'm gonna beat them brakes off of them, and that'll be on TMZ, and then I'll be right back in it. Hey. <laughs> so, as a as a stand-up comedian, how often do you work new stuff in your sets? Do you is it a is a thing? Because I know that people people sort of expect comedians to just have like a bunch like like people who don't pay attention to like stand-up comedy, right? And all they're used to saying is like like specials. 
where they see new stuff, they assume that the comedian, like every comedian, just goes night to night with new new stuff, and they don't realize that. Which when you when you play small rooms and gigs, which you're actually doing is like working out new material. Right. So like you have to have that confidence to keep pushing through a bomb. <clears throat> like you, and it's like some people don't know how. That separates the the greats versus the the ones who 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 work a nine to five because the greats understand that process of like yo everybody bomb. It's like what do you do with that bomb? Like you got to be able to separate. You got to be able to pull the good shit out of the bombs. If you can, <laughs> the only the only good shit you can pull out of a bomb sometimes is your dignity. <laughs> and, that, and that's to get and that's to get the fuck out of there. Some people don't know how to get off. They just sit there and just take all them bullets and just be like, "It was them. They just weren't a good crowd." Like, nah, nigga, that shit was terrible. I heard it too. It was, those jokes are horrible. I, 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 I asked this because I asked this because. Uh, Richard Pryor, uh, Richard Pryor's son, which one? Won Apollo, and was terrible. Which one? Uh, Richard Pryor Jr. Okay, I know Mason. I don't know the the light skin one with the with the with the with the with the afro who tries to imitate his dad on in his set. I might be Mason then. Is it? Yeah, it might be Mason. I mean, Either I, way, they got yeah. shitted on. So, I it, it was it was bad. It was bad. Like his material was iffy, but I, I, the funny thing is, I thought that he did a, a solid impression of his father. The problem is, it's like you can't be your father's son and impersonate your father unless the rest of your shit is funny. That's true. Whereas, whereas I could come out of nowhere and impersonate Richard Pryor, and people might love it because there's no expectation on me. So I, you know, like I hopefully he pulled that out. Like okay, I don't unless I get the rest of this material good. Right. Or save and prostate my pops until the end. Maybe this isn't a, a good idea. And when I, the one time that I went, you and you, you, y'all bamboozled me to go on stage that one time. <laughs> that, that, listen. Hey, you, you wanted to do it. You wanted to do it. They said, I, I did want to do it. Yep, they said it was a they said there was a make a wish kid that wanted to That's what it felt like. And it's only listen, it's your fault. Because I was I was comfortable with just being moderately the moderately funny guy who ain't doing too much, crack a joke when I can. And he was like, Oh, you should do this, you should do this. And then y'all like, Yeah, go ahead and do it. And then I went up there, it was the most uh intense thing I ever done in my life like it's like stand oh, wait, wait 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 yes before, before you get into how it was let's let Damo was there uh did you see the set I don't, I don't i don't remember if you saw the set but you came in like after you sat down he sat you he sat right down with he, he literally came in like five minutes before i went on stage all right so you saw the set do you remember the set do you or how, how did he do objectively as a comedian I mean, from what I remember of it, I don't think, I don't think you did. I don't think you did horrible. I mean, you definitely did. Uh, you definitely did like open mic worthy. You know what I'm saying? However, nigga, I've seen people that's been doing that shit five, ten years. That look just like that, and you had just came in. It was like, make a wish, kid. His birthday is a number. Let's get him up here. He wants to do this. For the record, 
I didn't write anything. Lady Eloise. Everything I said, everything I wrote, anything, all of the like little bits, okay, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say that. Because number one, I, I don't know how to write comedy. All I know is, like, let me give a scenario and then freestyle how I would talk in a regular conversation. That, and that, that. I think that's the key, is, is knowing how to have a conversation with yourself and anticipate people responding. That was for me. And I, and I noticed, like, when I watch your comedy, one thing I like about your comedy, and it's, it cracks me up, is, is how you sneak in that, that add-on. Like, you give them something, but then you give them like a little add-on, like, oh, that was like he just added to the funny. And not every not every comedian does that. It's like I like I already like you already had like a successful joke that got over. And then you add something else to it, like, yo, this motherfucker's for food. So what I do, and I try to I try to take people on uh the shit that happen like the way I think. So I think of a whole bunch of shit at one time, right? So I'll take somebody, like set it up, and then I'll go from here all the way over here. And then what I'll do is say something here, motherfuckers is laughing at that. And then what I'll do is I'll bring them right back to where I left them off at and then take them to the regular joke and then drop them off. And hopefully they enjoy it. Shit. So I told <laughs> you can't win them all. I told uh, my girlfriend that I'm like, yo, I'm super excited. I, I booked Damo to come on the show. I knew she hadn't heard of you yet because she don't really YouTube. Uh, comedian, so she's like, she's white, so she knows like comedy central comedians for the most part. White people love me, all of them, but the ones she get to see is comedy central ones because those are readily available. Now, they somebody tell you, somebody tell you, dude, a lot. See what you say? <laughs> I said they love me, I say dude, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so you do. So, I, I made a and the thing about it the joke that I was so, so familiar with that I thought was very funny, but the the, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the napkin over the, the drink joke. I thought that was hilarious. But when I watched her, she got the most response for the dollar store joke. And I thought, I'm like, yo, I don't think I'm right. yo, that's comedy. <clears throat> to me, that's like, I don't, you don't need to be a million, like a, a million dollar box office selling comedian to be genius in your craft. That, that set was genius. That, hey, that, that bit alone was genius where it's like I, I appreciate that i appreciate the fact that you said that it was genius but first let me know that i was poor <laughs> <laughs> i think it's like you you didn't make shit at the box office nigga but you are hilarious like hey you know what you know everybody can't be gucci somebody got to be a knockoff you know what i'm saying Some just, <laughs> niggas wear knockoffs hey let me tell you something there's more How niggas wearing knockoffs than they are wearing gucci let me That's tell you something. Whatever that, whatever them, uh, the, the 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 graphic T-shirts you can get from Target, them motherfuckers is just as good as any T-shirt you can get from any place. Hey, them joints off the chain. Hey, I got at least, I got at least five of them, and whoever made them is a genius. He ain't a millionaire, but <laughs> he might be. You don't you never know. If he got a bit enough targets, but that's not how your setup was with me. You was like, nigga, you. <laughs> nigga, I've seen you eat off somebody else's plate before, but you are hilarious. It don't even got to be a plate. <laughs> but yeah, I, I get, I get, I get sloppy seconds at the birch meal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get the booty pass from this. It's my, so, it's my jam. So, so since we, 
you're not you're not a million dollar box office. You're not a household name comedian. But I'll shoot I'll but, shoot myself as soon as this is over. Thank but you. no 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 no. That's here's the thing though. You don't need to. You know why? Anytime I mention your name to aspiring comedians, people who've done it, people who are doing it, they know your name. Oh, that's dope. I never so, really paid attention to that. That's dope. So, so the issue isn't whether or not you whether or not you are a, a, a millionaire or box office. The fact is, like, yo, people who don't book you, they're the ones losing out because, like, yo, you are you. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause on calling you a legend. Uh oh, don't I'm do gonna that. pause on calling you a legend. I will only never because, take only because <laughs> there's no accolades to back it up. And you need accolades to call people legends. Who does that again? Get pushed back. What? Did, you just, did you just break me on this podcast to hurt my feelings? Did I do something to you? Did I, did I don't know? No. This is, this is actually... It may not be roses, but I'm giving you flowers. It may be... This, they tulips right now, bro. This nigga... This nigga, <laughs> hey. nigga you can put them... You put the roses, put the roses on my grave after I kill myself after this. You done took God. all the sunflower seeds off the sunflower and just like, here you go, my nigga. What, what is happening right now? I was, like, I was like, who do I file a complaint with? Golly. I anticipated us going off the rails. What I didn't anticipate would be me Causing us to go off the rails. Hey, nigga, you, you straight up bought me over here to hurt my feelings, I guess. I think I was like, hey, I don't want to call you a legend because you really don't got shit. But everybody in the street know your name, nigga. And, and so you're rich with love. Like, oh, well, I did it. I obviously, did it. Obviously, there's a thin line between silver lining and backhanded compliment. And for that... I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It's like getting it's like getting backhanded in the face with a silver lining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What I, I was what I was building up to is, in your opinion, what's keeping you from from Killing taking myself? that, that next oh. what is that next what is that next step for you and what's keeping you from that next step? That was right there. Uh so, first off, I literally took a, I, I stopped doing it as much, right? So, the past few years, I haven't really done it as much. Uh, I just decided, you know what I'm saying, I, I decided if you're funny, you're funny, right? You can always get back to it. The only thing you got to work with is just get back on stage and get your timing together. But banging out jokes is banging out jokes. If you're good, you're good. Right, like that's a, that's one of them. That's one of them. Uh, if you don't use it, you lose it. Type things is the is the stage presence, right? So, I can get I can get back into it anyway. I just took I took a I took a break and was like, dude, I'm just going. I'm, I'd rather be here on available for my daughter to, to for life. You know what I'm saying? She's in that age where life is starting to to to, to happen. You know what I'm saying? So right. she she's she's getting older. She's she's uh getting more aware of things in life and 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 being that in that awkward age where you go from being uh elementary school kid to starting to be a teenager and shit like that. So. It's like, and, and plus, I'm I'm here. I'm gonna be available when here if she has questions, if she wants a hug, if you just want to come home and talk, if you need help with your homework, I'm sitting right here. I'm chilling. So because you, because you had, when you were pursuing like heavily, you were in, you had moved to New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you definitely had to step away a little bit, at least 
to come back home, where it's less of a spotlight. Well, I didn't like New York anyway. I I did. I, I went there because it was close. I didn't like the comedy scene in New York at all. Okay. Some people love it. Some people love it. I'm not a fan of it. And and I and I probably will. I probably will get some some super flack for this, and I don't give two shits. But I will say it because this is my opinion. People who go to New York and thrive either were already the man in their city and already had the connections, or you were not the man in your city and you needed to get with some people and then use their energy, you know what I'm saying, and their and their and, and that motivation to keep up with the Joneses to keep up. We call that riding coattails. Well, not really. I don't know if it's riding coattails as much as you is your 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 benefiting from being in that that environment that your 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 creative juices are starting to flow better because you're around creative people. Yeah. So, you, That's how so you you're not it. saying that they were already quality comedy comics and then they just got they got you know I'm saying benefit of a spotlight. You saying they actually got better. I'm saying yeah. I'm saying that they yeah. were okay and went to New York and got better. Okay. So but, no, that's not writing coaches. Yeah, no, but no, no. There are some that do though. Oh, there's definitely there's, there's dick riders everywhere, man. There are I mean, people, they, they, they exist. people who, who will ride on like, oh, I, I'm connected to this guy. I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do to keep him, keep my name in the back of his mind, so that if a gig comes over, he can drop my name. So. I, I went to New York and I, I like I had nobody knew who I, I mean who the fuck am I for real right so I was uh I went and I had to, I had to do yeah all right that's that's cool here in New York and some some and, and, and niggas knew me out there but it's like not when you're trying to get out and get some stage time to just work you know what I'm saying and that joint I wasn't doing that I didn't want I just can't as a, I went as a grown fucking man I'm not nigga I'm not barking your tickets for you I'm not. I'm not telling my friends who I don't have in New York to 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 uh come to this show. I'm not doing that shit, bro. Like I didn't no, that's not how I roll. You supposed to put asses in your own seats, bro. I mean, or my name will do it, that's great. But for me to just ask my friends and shit like that, that's 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 open mic shit to me. But that's how they want. And that's fine, whatever. I mean, and and, and, and you asked the question of what's stopping me from 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 getting to the next level is that. I don't have that mindset. I can't do it. I refuse to do it. I'm not great at networking. I'm not great at uh, uh Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can do that. But after a certain time, and this is real, after a certain time, and people may say whatever they want to say about it, but it's true. After you get to a certain point, when you start burning up motherfuckers, when you open it up for people, open and you start burning them up, motherfuckers don't want to work with you no more. The true ones do. The true ones do, but the other ones... They ain't trying to do that because they trying to shine. They headline and it's they it's they it's they uh they spotlight. Okay. That's so won't follow that shit. It's, no it's interesting you said that because one of the comedians who I knew was like an OG as far as comedy. Uh, is Bo last name? Oh, Bodacious. Bodacious. Yeah, I know Bo. He he wasn't the opener, but he was. Uh, second to last behind for DL. For, D, for DL. Yeah, it was yeah. is 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 uh is Clint, and then and then uh and then Bo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, it's funny because I feel like like Bo. Now clearly DL is another level as far as popularity, but Bo, like you say his name and people who know stand up comedy, especially in this region. I can't speak outside of the region because I don't travel, but I, in this region people know his name. But when it, when I saw like, cause you know, when you go to, when we went to, I don't know how it is for all the comedians, but when we went to DC Improv, like prior to them performing, we don't know who's going to be the opening acts. 
So when I saw when we saw Clint Coley, I'm like, yo, I didn't even know Clint did stand up because mm-hmm. I know I know Clint from his his skits on Facebook, which are hilarious. So I was already a fan of Clint, but Bo, I've known I've known Bo, we've known Bo's name for 10, 15 years of doing stand up. Mm-hmm. So I was actually shocked to see Bo was uh I'm saying opening for the yeah. I'm like, damn. I mean that that's a great look. Mm-hmm. But also like, huh, he could be he could also be, you know what I'm saying, the headliner at a DC improv on his own. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's interesting to see that. But I feel like you like you said you've done it for, for Eddie Griffin. I think that's like a perfect fit. But who like who else do you think would be like a perfect fit for you to be like on a comedy show with? When I when I think you I think because I think how how we are like how uh, the DMV view being funny like there's a there's a there's a different level of authenticity to DMV's comedy. Like I can I, I see you okay. and Donald Rollins comes out or Demo Donnell then then Davis as the headline. Like that's what I see when I see people saying I've been I, I know Donnell. I've been on shows with Donnell before. Yeah, Donnell's good people. I love Donnell. He's good, 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 good people. I've also opened up for Tony Rock before. That's my guy. Uh, uh, who else? Uh, I'll explain that damn in a second. Ryan knows that damn. Uh, Tony Woods, that dude, that's – I love Tony. Like, it don't get no better than Tony as far as I'm concerned. That motherfucker is the king. Tony is a beast. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I've been on to- I've been on shows with Tony. I, 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 yeah, it's just okay. So, just a quick side note is I saw Tony at uh, jokes, on, jokes on us one time. Okay. And uh, and this was I was I was still an undergrad before I started doing comedy. Me and my cousin went, and we went to jokes on us, and we was out there joint, and, and Tony was was doing Tony. Of course, that joke was crazy. We was, yo, we loved that dude. I was like, man, that motherfucker funny as shit. I was like, dude, that dude has to be the funniest motherfucker on the planet or whatever. Now, fast forward, me telling jokes and getting strong and everything. I literally sent Tony a text message. What This is like a couple years ago. I sent him a text message because I was just pondering about life. Hey, right? I was I was pondering about life and just... uh. Just be like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to be in the position I am with the people I know in comedy because I used to look at these people like, yo, I thought they was funny, and I still do, and now I'm able to work with them. I can call them or whatever. So I just sent Tony a text. I was like, I was like, hey man, it's a privilege that I get this, I, I get to be able to do this. Thank you. Thanks for just being cool with me, and you know what I'm saying? It's a privilege. That motherfucker sent me a text message back saying, what am I dying? Literally, what he sent me back. <laughs> so my story for Tony Woods. But that's how you, that's that's Tony though. My story for Tony Woods, because I I I I completely agree with you. Deaf Comedy Jam has had so many comedians, a bunch of them before they even ascended to you know what I'm saying greatness. You know, uh, I feel like at least two thirds of the comedians that. You know, name household names did Def Comedy Jam when they were still ascending. Mm-hmm. I don't care what nobody says. Tony Woods 
had a top five set on Def Comedy Jam. The problem is you can't find it anywhere. Sure you can. I just watched Tony, it that long ago. Tony Tony Woods, his joke about his son and the and the uh, retarded kids on the school bus bit was one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. And I would I would tell people two my my three I, I hear like it my three favorite uh, Def Comedy Jam bits was Bernie Max. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. Classic. Uh, Tony Rush when he's talking about his girl and 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 the dude smoking weed. And hit him with the, he got his girl in line and he hollered his girlfriend. He's like, yo, she got a fat ass, B. And that that was one of my favorite ones because I related okay. to that shit, being an average nigga and couldn't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not about to get jumped for no bitch. <laughs> and, and then Tony Woods talked, having his son crack on the, the retarded kids on the school bus. My three favorites. I, I would tell people about this and they wouldn't, they couldn't see it because. When they advertised Def Comedy Jam uh, DVDs and st- shit like that, or the VHS at the time, people never saw it. But what we did was we would record Def Comedy Jam when it came right. on. So right. we would have like, tapes of Def Comedy Jam. So I had it and I would watch it all the time. When I, w- I went to RFDs, because uh, I used to go there all the time, that's where I actually started building my confidence and say, you know what? Like you said, it's a bunch of motherfuckers who would do comedy who aren't funny, but they're consistent. And that's how they do it. And I'm like, I think I can do it. I think I can do it. And one time, uh, I was there on a Thursday night watching the uh, the amateurs do it. And who was there? Fucking Tony Woods. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, yo, how is he in here and nobody's going fucking bananas? It's Tony fucking Woods. So I go up to him. I'm like, yo, Tony Woods. I said his whole name. Not Tony or Mr. Woods. I'm like, yo, Tony Woods. I am a fucking huge fan of yours. That And mind you, that's the only set I've seen in his at the time. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen other sets after the fact, but at this moment, I was like, yo, I'm a huge fan of yours. Mm-hmm. And I told him about the joke that I fucking love. He was like, yeah, man. <laughs> you know, he's real, he, he's like real laid back, like, yeah, man, thank you. And I'm like, he let me buy him a drink, and I can't remember 100% because I'm, a, whether it's Grandma Ye, Grandma Ye. Grandma Ye, that's mm-hmm. his drink. Yep. He let me buy him a drink, and I'm like, yo, that's one of the most uh, my favorite days breathing air. It's like it's, it ranks for me. I got to buy Tony Woods a fucking sh- uh, a shot of Grandma Ye. And I told him that I wanted to do this. And he was like, he, he literally said, hey, What the fuck you got to lose? And I was like, I was like, Shit. And then a random month later, I get a phone call like, Hey, you want to do stand up? You got three minutes. I'm like, shit, I think, I think I'm funny enough to do three minutes. If you can't do three minutes of comedy, you suck in life. You found out how hard that is, for real. I didn't, I didn't realize that it wasn't three minutes. It was actually five minutes. Those That's two even... minutes made a big-ass difference. Shit, three minutes is harder than five. Hell, you, you don't know that at the time. It's hard to get all that shit out in three minutes. And, and you know what? Because I... Because you you put the batter you you did a a real you played a big part and put the batter in my back. Because you would you would say yo you're not a civilian you're not a civilian you keep acting like a civilian. Can I get another homo on that please? I'm sorry. (laughs) Can I get another homo on that please? (laughs) Pause, granddad. The battery? I don't know what that means in 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 other people's languages. I don't know what that means in other people's language. (laughs) Somebody (laughs) might think that be like battery, and by battery I mean. Let me let me clear that. Let me clear that up. So 
we were at the pap smear walk, watching it. <laughs> we there the it is. This is this is bad. Put the battery in my back. I don't want to be here anymore. Thank you. <laughs> Been real. See this. Look, this is see this is the funny thing about Zoom joints though. When you when you do Zoom comedy, this is how you know if you're not funny, motherfucker. You see this. <laughs> you see, you see, motherfucker going to the, to the button to cut it off. Motherfucker, <laughs> like. See, see that, that that that's rude. Because see, what you what you supposed to do? You supposed to go under. You supposed to go. You supposed to see they shoulder dip. See, watch me. I'll I'll dip under. You see my shoulder go down, and I'll hit it from underneath. I'll hit no, it. See, and I'll, you see, see that? that? See, no, see the, the straight up disrespect is disrespect. this part when motherfuckers be like, <laughs> point <laughs> down. That's the straight disrespect. That's the straight disrespect. Is, no, oh, no, nah, but I, 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 again, like that's like my 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 favorite thing to tell people. Like I did stand up one time. I wish I, I wish I, I wish I had the the, uh, the courage to do it like regularly, but the fact I did it. At least once, and you said you should do it again. You, you said need to do it again. That was all right. Hey, bro. Look, let me tell you something. Once you once you do it, if you do it in a group of if you do it in a group of folks, people clap, and you do it in a group of comedians, and it, if even one comedian is like, that's all right, bro. You officially a comic, and stop acting like a civilian. <laughs> so. I'm talking so so we both experienced my first time. Pause. Pause. Big pause. Pause granddad. This <laughs> joint got weird. Hey, hey. Hey B, roll out while you can, bro. It's getting weird. B, roll B out going nowhere. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> he got he so, got you he, he got you all and shit. <laughs> Let's, let's talk oh, about nah. let's talk about your first like do you remember your first set? Like, oh yeah. How who, who is who was Damo Hicks when he first did his first one? Now we're gonna ask you was it one of those, hey, I'm finally gonna do it, uh I'm telling all my friends, or was it I'm telling like one motherfucker who I trust to laugh at anything I say and then I do it? Oh no, it was a uh this was an open mic though, so it wasn't. It was this was at uh, Tacoma Station, like Tacoma Station jokes on us, like open mic shit like that. So I I ain't have to, I have to bring anybody. It was, it was already there. Now when you when we first started, like, so when we first started, matter of fact, I tell you who 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 used to go out. It used to be all of us used to run together. Me, Lawrence, Seaton, uh, Eddie B, Lazy, Alex, Alex, uh. Alex Scott, uh, who else? It was a bunch of us. Uh, Greg Stevens, and we used to be, we used to be at, we used to go to Tacoma Station. Tacoma Station used to be the shit, bro. That young used to be the shit. And I'm talking about you go there, you you got your, I got my five minutes. I'm about to get on stage, and then somebody walk in and you get bumped from what position you had to the next joint, <laughs> and then Tony Woods come in, you get bumped to another joint. So that's just how it worked. But dude, that joke was alright. I remember that joke like it was. My jokes, my jokes back then were they were just they were just weird. They weren't even like they were just weird and and and, and like they were funny, but they were just weird. Like when I watch my my shit now, as opposed to then, I'd be like, what the fuck was I even talking about? But did you invite your friends on your first I mean, time? Yeah, I told people. I told people come through. 
I didn't tell nobody. You don't have to. That's the that's how you know you look. Let me tell you something. People who, who bring a bunch of people, those people gonna laugh at you out of obligation. Right. That's especially fine. if you especially if you're in a competition. Nah, you that ain't how you get a gauge for nothing. If you sit around and you play football and your mom is the only one that tells you you good, nigga, you ain't good. If so, okay. <laughs> I agree. So mom me, thinks you good, nigga. You're not good. So for, so for me, literally, the only person that I told was Brian because we were roommates at the time. Um, my condolences, and Brian. I literally <laughs> told. It's <okay. laughs> all good. I literally <laughs> didn't tell anyone else, and I didn't even do it on purpose. It was subconsciously. I'm like, yo, I'm not letting nobody know. Because I, it's one thing about right. bomb, and I don't know anybody here. I just don't gotta come back to this motherfucker. Anymore. You're right. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> but the good thing about RFBs, I felt like they treated uh, rookies. They they treated them well. Like like yo, they they'll like they'll try to laugh at you even if you're not the most hilarious person. Well, they want to laugh. They was there to laugh. They want to laugh. They so right. the shows at RFD used to be classics, dude. Uh -huh. Until like the end part and it started to take yeah, off. Yeah, but them choice used to yeah. be classics, dude. It used to be packed all the fucking time. And then it'd be hey, it'd be and you never know who the fuck is coming through. You never know who's coming through. We went through uh we went to one where uh Eddie Bryant did three minutes and I I see then I saw Eddie Bryant again. I saw the like the same part of that set, but it was he did three minutes and killed that shit and like Yeah, it's like then he um hosted for uh, Mike Epps uh, maybe even like two months later after that and and did part of that bit still funny as hell I still laughed like I laughed at it, like the first time I heard it. like yeah, yeah. That, that joint was a that that joint yeah. was a complete and utter like workout room for for yeah. comics yeah. so and the, and the and the crowd knew that they were gonna get some shit that they not gonna be able to pay a gang of dough to see and that shit I think I think that shit was fucking free for people it was free yeah it was free yeah. Just tip the uh, bartender. Yeah. <laughs> Take care yeah. of the bartender. That's yeah. it. So when you work different, like, so when you, what do you, what do you pull from your, your, your sets? When, like, do you feel like the first time you say a joke, it gets the best, like, reaction, the most genuine reaction? Or is it, like, over time, like, yo, if, if you saw my joke and it was funny, that means I didn't say that shit 20 times already. And I'm, you seeing a closer to finished product. So I don't know, I don't know how other comics do it, but me personally, I write my shit out. And then if I go and if I if I if I have it like like I know every joke I write, I'm like, all right, this is this is all right. This is all right. Cause I won't if if I don't think it's funny, it ain't coming out, it ain't coming out the out the book. You see what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I work it a couple times and if I hit it, like if, if that joint hits the first time, that motherfucker's gold. That's I that's what I put it as. I'll be like, this one is gold. <clears throat> And then other ones, I'll work on it and work on it and add to it and work on it. And sometimes I take I've taken two bits that I just was like I can't I don't know what the fuck to do with them, and I put them shits together, and uh, then that motherfucker becomes uh, even bigger becomes joke. gold. So the ones that I have that I worked on that has made it like it's funny every single time I call those buddyly tested jokes. Anything else is just in these in is work. Just you know what I'm saying it's just regular bits that I'm working on. So when when I, so how many, how, when do you know, okay, let me retire a joke, regardless of whether that is funny. When do you retire a joke? Reason when I, I get, ask because. When I get tired of it. Okay. Well, sometimes shit get dated. Like, for instance, the one time I went, I thought I had some stuff that's funny, but I said it when I was 25. 
So at 25, I can talk about a girl who's going to, like who's 20 and going to college. You can still do it. I, I can't talk about it because it, because of the way I said it, I can't be 37 and talk about a girl going to school in the morning. That shit sound real pedophilish. Sure you can. All you have to do is put people in the time machine and be like, back when I was in college, then I let you do it. Simple. More genius. More genius. Simple. Yeah, you're saying what I do is a bunch of but with a lot of my jokes, like I have a joke I've been doing. His, okay, I've been trying to get rid of this joke. I have an OJ Simpson <laughs> joke. I have an OJ Simpson joke, and they won't stop. They would not stop bringing this motherfucker up. They, they made document like it was like every every three months last year or the year before they came out with a new documentary about OJ. I was like, nigga, I, I can't get rid of it. I was like, the Lord does not want me to get rid of this. Keep right on it. That's like this joke. Instagram. So, okay. so it's, he's on Instagram. He's he? on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter, this dude yeah. Is, his Twitter yeah. is fire. I didn't know he was on Instagram. His Twitter is shit. <laughs> his Twitter is pure shit. OJ don't type shit. All his Twitter just is this right here. Just a bunch of videos. He be like, yeah, I just yeah. bought some isotoners. What you think about Cam Newton? Hashtag did that shit. Like nigga, shut up. <laughs> you supposed to type all of it. He old. They don't even know how to type the shit. I'm that's, because, that's because he don't want to be, he don't want his fingerprints to be all over the joint just in case just in case somebody somebody swiped that phone again. They were like, yeah, nigga, I knew it. I knew it. I got your ass again. You didn't wear them gloves that time. See that? Hey, and yo. that, sir, and that could have been a bit. Pow, 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 pow. There we go. <laughs> Try oh, pow, 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 pow. Hey, Brian, he don't, he must know me very well. That's that's a clip. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's, that's a promo clip. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Also, put in all the times where you were like, nigga, you funny. Broke as fuck, though. <laughs> I'll pocket check. I'll pocket check. Listen, I'll pocket check. But, but, but I, I just know how, I, I just know what it really is. That paycheck. Listen, nothing wrong with being a thousand Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart and Jamie Foxx got into an epic conversation on, on Jamie Foxx's podcast once. And what, what Kevin Hart kept saying is, I'm working. Mm. All that check says to me is, I'm working. I'm, I'm working. <laughs> as long as I'm working, I don't give a fuck if you see me or not. I got money coming in. Hey, got, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. So how many times have you worked, how many times have you done uh Magoobies? Plenty of times. Yeah. Yeah. That's I consider that my home club. Even though I'm from the I'm from the DMV proper, which people don't know. A lot of people who aren't from the actual DMV don't know what the fuck. They keep saying Baltimore is part of the DMV. The fuck it is. Niggas from around the way know that the DMV is every place the metro touch. All right, if, if the metro don't touch it, it ain't the DMV. Let's let's talk about this real quick. Fact. Because we've had this conversation. You know, you know how I, how I decide whether it's the DMV or not. It has nothing to do with the metro. Has everything to do with the metro. To me, it's like if if when you tell me where you live, and I say, shit, that's a hike. <laughs> you probably ain't from the DMV. <laughs> from the metro. Cause there's some, there's some places that the metro can get you that I don't consider the DMV. Nigga, if you live in Tyson's Corner, there's a metro that name. That ain't the damn thing. You know why? Shit, that's a height. Is it though? 
it's not if that bad. A, if they put a metro to get you to water, is it now in the DMV? No. No. no, there's no, no, there's no, there's no, you can't add on to it. There's no add-on. You want to know why? <laughs> That's a hike. Nigga, Waldorf is every bit of it. it that shit yeah, is like, hike. that shit is, let me tell you something. Waldorf is like prison. That joint is one way in, <laughs> one way out. You got yeah. you got it. <laughs> that joint, that joint Yo, is. I'm gonna, you know what, the real, real talk? Let me tell you why I don't like Waldorf. I, I love oh, the people in Waldorf. I don't like Waldorf. You know why? It's, Yo, there's too many one-lane roads mm. and a bunch of old people who drive there. So you right. get stuck driving behind people. So so Waldorf was like, that joint was not supposed to be as developed as it is now. So they done built it up and then was like, oh yeah, uh, fuck these roads. <laughs> Let them figure it out. <laughs> somebody in Waldorf is like pocketing that money. They got all this urban development money. They like this. Waldorf, <laughs> they was like, should we, should we put a bus down here? <laughs> fuck if, no. if, it's not, if it's not official yet, Waldorf will be the next PG County. Uh, motherfuckers is. migrated from. I'm about to say that joint. That, that joint is already, already is. Motherfuckers migrated from. The agent was like, you don't want to go to water. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, you people migrate hey. from PG to PG. From PG, if if you're not going to Montgomery County, like like Germantown, you're going to Waldorf. Yep. That's like when you you work for that house in Waldorf, or they just build me a house in Waldorf. Like, yeah. like, like you feel a little extra bougie if you got Waldorf on the boy. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, the only reason you're gonna get a little bit extra is because she knows she's spending the night. <laughs> it's like, you can't. That Uber too much, bro. Ain't, no, ain't nobody trying to come out. We out there and had to turn back around and go back. That Uber is different yeah, when it's yeah. a water. Like, look, a young come visit you out there, Joey. She got a washcloth, a towel, a travel toothbrush, and her passport. Hey, look. Extra underwear. <laughs> All right. facts. All facts. Hey, look, <laughs> is where you go to spend the night. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, unless you in Clinton or something, and then that ain't shit. So I, I spoke to I spoke to uh, I spoke to you a little earlier, and we were talking about the the DMV comedy scene, and this I think is connected because I don't I felt me personally I don't feel like there are enough go-to spots to go see stand-up comedy like in the DMV area like a lot of the, a lot of my friends who do stand-up you know their comedy sets are like an hour away so I can't be at work and then get off work and then catch a show it's not like that no more though it used to be but it's not like it's that like, no more. like I used to I used to get all my work in Baltimore facts so everybody is so that the, the thing about it is everybody who in Baltimore always thought I was a Baltimore comic and I'm not. But I used to always be out there. So like you used to have spots like of course you used to have like martinis and LOL and 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 those joints initially and like uh there was a spot Tucker's they used to have some stuff. But it's 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 blown now. There's a bunch of stuff out there now. Now you can go to uh the the um, the yeah the art the, the not the artist the, the DC oh, Draft House yeah. yep there's a a spot called Sally's that does stuff Wonderland Ballroom does some stuff mm -hmm. sometimes yeah. um uh the beer there's a spot called Beer Baron they do stuff mm -hmm. they got to set up like a stage and everything I think they they used to do weekly joints um, 
Uh, what else? Uh, and I'm probably forgetting a bunch of stuff, but there's a bunch of... They, they literally just had a DC Comedy Festival uh, a, a, a few years ago, and I think they were going to do it this year, but it got it got all like smothered out because of COVID and shit. Yeah, but I think that's dope. They didn't have that before when I was when I was coming up in the in the in the, uh, in the scene. So, I mean, I think it's I think it's growing. I think it's growing, and I think I like I like the 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 uh, the amount of publicity that it's getting because uh, Kevin Hart bought his show that um what is it Heart of the City? He bought that shit here. He bought that shit here. Uh, RFD, matter of fact, RFD used to be a spot. Yeah, recipes to RFD, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That joint was that joint was a banger. I wish they would start another RFD type joint up. I would go to that shit every day. I would find I would find a way to get out the house and go to that shit at yeah, least once a week. I would go that joint. And I mean, but people throw throw like one off shows too uh, in the city a lot. Like you can always find something to get into. RFD stopping their their Thursday open mic. Do you think that was on? The comedians, like the host, or do you think it was the restaurant who put it into it? Oh, it was the restaurant. The whole thing closed. Oh, they closed the whole restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole, the whole place gone. is, yeah, yeah the whole okay. place is gone. I wasn't, I wasn't aware that, you know. That was just the, that was, was the, that was the first step. The I rest of it is, yep. Okay. Who, what was the host name? I forget now. I, I don't want to disrespect him. Ralph. Ralph, okay. Ralph Cooper. Salute, salute to Ralph Cooper, yeah. yeah that's, he that's, put on a, a damn good show, bro. He's like, like, I feel like, like, you got stand-up comedians, but hosts, like a good host, needs to be mm-hmm. recognized just as much as stand-up oh. comedian Ralph Cooper as a host. Man, I thought, like, you you wouldn't know that people coming in for free, like, the way he treated everybody was great. He would, like, have conversations with people he didn't know. He, and one thing about him, he remembered faces. Like, that's not, that's not normal. Like, you could come mm-hmm. in there like last year, and he can look at you like, I, I've seen you before. I know you. Right. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was really dope about Ralph. Ralph is right. real. He's a real genuine. And to be honest, he's actually very funny, too. And that's yeah, yeah, yeah. a good, a good right. host. Shout yeah. out to the to, to the homie. Yeah. Uh, Ralph Cooper is a cool guy, man. That's where I met him at. I met him, I think, I think I met him there. Oh, I might have. Yeah, I met him there. I met him there. And we just been cool ever since. He been on, he been on the podcast. He, uh, oh, so look man. Yeah, we we so, chopped it up. Speaking of the podcast, wine bottles and washcloths. Hey, I saw you pour the bottle too. I was like, very impressive, young son. This was this wasn't on accident. I got hey. I got I got I got I got I got Hennessy too, but this is right. You could have you could have had you could have you could have had Hennessy, but you chose you chose look 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 merch cop it bam <laughs> out here the merch. Damn. I rock, look, look, look. You should have been, listen, you should have been positioned better. So they, hold on, you got the pillow? Hey, hey, bro. Time out, time out. Hold hey, up, hey, hold up, hey, hold up. Hey, and my we podcast goals right now? Podcast goals? We need a goals? pillow. I want a my pillow. God. Brian, we need, pillow. Yeah, nah, we need a you. pillow. Yeah, we need a pillow. We need a pillow. We got to catch up. <laughs> we got the market. We don't got a pillow. Damn it. Yeah. Hey. Wait, wait. Now that's going to be my next joint. That's going to be my next joint. One of them. I'm going to give you props for now. But if I see that pillow on Wayfair, I'm snitching. Hey. You ain't going to see it on Wayfair. You can see it on the website, which is winebottlesandwashcloth.com, along with get yourself, get your girl a uh, bathing suit. We got them, too. We want to be all on day tits. And, and, okay, sorry. 
I'm about to make a whole song about. But yeah, no, I mean, and I would use it. I would use it. Listen, listen. <laughs> I, I I love I love Demo Hicks. I love wine bottles and wash clothes. But here's the thing: everything that happens here is is my IP. Goddamn, I love it. I love it. It's cool as long as I can go back and watch it. Absolutely. Facts. Absolutely. Got it. Absolutely. And I'm going to put this in my uh, my suicide note later on tonight. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's called a callback. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. He gets it. So I'm going to put you on the, I'm gonna put you on the spot. And you've probably done this a million times, probably answered this question a million times. What's your top five? Don't ask. You already know what I'm talking about. What's your top five? Comedians. Living living in or dead or all of the above? All of the above. Ah, top five is rough. Brian, should I do him a favor and tell him not to rank it or do do we put his feet to the fire? Oh, I, I'm, I'm never going to put it in any particular order. That's how you set yourself yeah. up for failure. I'm too smart for that. <laughs> no order. No. Yeah. So Eddie, Eddie Murphy goes. He's in there. He's in there for me. Uh, Bernie is there for me. I don't care. He's there for me. George Carlin is there for me. I am a uh, 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 I'm a Seinfeld fan just because some people don't think he's that funny, but the way that motherfucker controls a crowd is spectacular. I love it. I didn't. I used to despise Seinfeld. It's fucked up. I used to despise Seinfeld because I just his stand up based on the stand up he would do on his TV show. Mm. As as and a thirty seven year old watching Seinfeld stuff now, he's not. He's not terrible. He's 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 definitely a craftsman. Mm -hmm. I just don't think he's the. He's he's definitely not. He won't get mentioned in my list, but. I have no problem with people listening. And I will also uh Patrice. That's fine. So let's let's pause right there for a second. Patrice O'Neill, because I find I find it interesting that a lot of comedians will list Patrice O'Neill in their top five, top ten. They'll mention him. Whether or not they rank him in their top five, top ten. Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll make sure they mention his name. And, and like Amy Schumer is still a joke. <laughs> and I find it I find it beautiful because what happened was his elephant in the room uh, special was A1 to me and I didn't know that other people felt like yo, Patrice O'Neill is this guy. Now because I only had why is Patrice O'Neill in your top five? Uh, Patrice is a banger, dude. That motherfucker. I ain't never, I ain't never, I ain't never seen nobody start a joke and then hit the fuck out of a joke so many times. That motherfucker gets every single laugh out of each bit, every single piece of a laugh. I've watched that motherfucker's joint. And was like, yo, this joint is crazy. And I mean, we see there's others that I would also put in as well. Tony Woods, Dave Chappelle, they got to be in there. They got to. But he only gave me five. So I can't put them all as like 1A, 2, you know what I'm saying? 1A, B, C, D, E, F. Because that's how I would do it, for real, for real. 
because folks that transition, uh, when they transcend time and, and, and space with their shit, like Dave Chappelle right now, that motherfucker is unstoppable, bro. These past couple of, of, um, of, of, of specials he done put out, them joints have been, I'm talking about fucking classics, dude. There's no way you could think anything else. And he's been putting them out just back to back to back to back to back to back to back. He a beast. He a beast. Tony, Tony a beast. You know Tony gonna be in, in, in. If I could, I'm talking about, I would do five A, B, C, all that. But Patrice, he squeezes every ounce of your laughter out of you. And I love that about him. So, as, I mean, no, no, I don't like to, you know what I'm saying, put people in, a, in, a, in an awkward position. But when I ask black people about their favorite comedians, naturally, black comedians will be on their list very high. Mm -hmm. uh, one of our episodes, I can't remember uh, which episode it was, we did we we did a ranking, and a lot of this fun. This is how I know. This is why I like I like to talk to comedians about comedy because you pay attention to the world of comedy versus. Who's popping? You know, because mm -hmm. who's popping uh, will lead you down a path of, you know what I'm saying, of no return because you just think, oh, that person is just the greatest thing ever. And you don't realize they just get in that spot because they're working with other people. Right. But for me, I like, like, I love stand up. So Bill, Bill Burr is Beast. in my top Beast. 10. Beast. Yeah. The pushback that I received for having Bill Burr in my top 10 was crazy. And his idiots. Because for me, <laughs> for me, I'm like, listen, Bill Burr, I think I had him ranked number seven in my top twenty-five. Ain't that wrong with that? That's respectable. I had him number five, number seven in my top twenty-five. Don't don't quote me on that just yet. Uh but because when people talk stand-up comedy, just if you ask people because they don't want to get judged, they'll immediately throw out Eddie Murphy. Uh, they'll throw, it, but they'll throw Richard Pryor, and Richard Pryor was not my number one stand-up comedian. And he's funny. He's funny, but he's in my top ten. He's not in my top. Uh, he's in my top ten, but he's not my number one. And the reason was because I feel like relatability should matter. Like if you if you are my age or younger, and you tell me Richard Pryor is in your top three, you need to recite some shit to prove to me that you really like. If that's, right. if somebody's in your top five. You need to re recite some shit. Mm -hmm. If you get top 10, top 15, then maybe you can say, oh, I can point you to a funny uh, special or something. But right. top five, that means motherfuckers got jokes that you can fire off the hip. Like, yo, he said this, 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 and this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to be able to quote him. I can't quote any Richard Pryor uh, bits. I know he's funny as hell, so he's in my top 10. And, I res and because I respect the craft, you know what I'm saying? But people get influenced by other people's react, not their opinion, but their reaction right. to your list. Right. And I thought I think it's dope that you mentioned a guy like Tony Woods, where it's like he's not world renowned, but because you know comedy, because you you've watched the the table, Bruh. you can say Tony Woods is in your top five, whether it's top five A, B, C, or D. I can say that because Tony Woods, pound for pound, right? I have seen, okay, first off. Dave Chappelle won the Mark Twain Award. Who was his first shout out next to his mama? Tony Woods. Say no more. 
Look, I was at the comedy, I was at the comedy cellar in New York with Tony Woods, just hanging out. We went into, matter of fact, we went to the Cellar Underground, which is another club that the comedy cellar owns. Went to this joint. As soon as Sarah Silverman got off stage, she was like, Tony! Ran straight from the stage and dove on him. Facts. <laughs> Secondly, we were sitting in, in the comedy cellar upstairs just chilling. Uh, uh, Louis C.K. Was, was in there. And that joker, we were sitting, <laughs> no, we were sitting there, me and Tony was talking, we was downstairs uh, waiting, and Louis C.K. came downstairs, and Tony was like, uh, he was talking to me, he was like, he was like, oh, okay, here comes, here comes Louis. That joker went right over, he was like, Tony, I was literally just talking to my kids about you. <laughs> these, these are, so, if you ever go with Tony Woods anywhere, like New York, especially New York, everyone, Everyone knows Tony Woods. Everyone loves Tony Woods. It is this just what it is. Everyone. So if you can't take a person like that just because he's not the 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 on Kevin Hart status or anything like that, that Joker overseas is a that dude's a monster. Over because here, it's like, because they don't have the they're not connected he, to the popularity. They that, they that they connect is, to the funny. Every comic that I know that I've seen and I've seen this with my own eyes. They all love that dude. They all love him because that motherfucker is just that good. So, so secondly, well, actually, it's third. The the first aspect is when I the the first the closer to the top spot that I mentioned, a white person, which is Bill Burr. Like some people would name George Carlin. I, I like George Carlin. Here's the funny thing about me. You know who who I look at when I see George Carlin. I don't think stand-up comedian. I think the conductor off of, you know what I'm saying? The, the nigga <laughs> from Bill and Ted's? Oh, I think you're talking about uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. No, he was the conductor. That's my first experience with, with, with George Carlin. Oh. oh. But I'm not going to say that he not, I don't take that away from his funny. I'm saying that's the first thing that comes to mind. Like, yo, I remember him with the fucking hat on. Like, yo, that's George Carlin. But Bill Burr is my, is, is the funniest white dude to me. But. Bill Burr is funny. When, when I hear people, if I ask Number one, when I asked a bunch of people, I asked, we asked a lot of people, yo, who's your top 25? A lot of responses was, damn, I can't name 25 stand-up comedians. I immediately, yes, that was, that, this happened. I can't name 25 stand-up comedians. Like, how maybe, old are you? Maybe if they have a brain that? fart or something, but you can literally like, just watch a few episodes of Def Jab and... You can, you can, I can name... 25 without even ranking them, just not even thinking. So I, I was like, yo, you can't name 25. So when they name them, of course they're gonna name off the the the, the household names. So white folk, like white comedians won't come to to uh to the list until after they name all the black people. But what I found out interesting is like after the white folk, is then they'll start naming the females. <laughs> Myself, mm. I only I only have two females in my top 25. That's interesting. Samore is in my top 25. And Monique is in my top 25. Monique, Monique, I feel like over the last 10 years, people have sort of forgotten who Monique is. But when the like around the time when Queens of Comedy came out, she was the she was the funniest person, the funniest female, in my opinion. When it came to the females, Monique is she's just a powerhouse. She, the way she talks to you, she makes you. She has a comfort level. She makes you feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Now, 
I'm a Wanda Sykes, I'm a Wanda Sykes fan. Wanda Sykes, I think Sarah Tillman is one of the funniest female comedians of all time. Wanda Sykes is one of the funniest motherfuckers ever. Wanda Sykes is definitely one of the funniest motherfuckers. Yeah, have you watched her? Ever watched her show? Like the the first show she had when she, you know, straight before before she came out or whatever. That joint was hilarious. And there's no, yeah. Came out what? It came out. I don't remember when it came out. It came out maybe late night, late nineties. Okay. Wanda Sykes is hilarious. hilarious. So at some point, I'm gonna I'm gonna stretch my twenty five to a hundred. The problem is a lot of our listeners are like sports fanatics, so they don't really give a fuck about like once we list a bunch of comedians, they're like, I, I know, like, I want to see. They basically want to see where I'm gonna rank Richard Pryor, where I'm gonna rank, or who I'm gonna rank higher between Kevin Hart right. and Cat Williams. You know, they they care about the 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 clickbait shit. They don't really care about the meat that, of the pause, down. pause, that, pause, pause. Yeah, pause, you've been you've been doing it. it pause, pause. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't accept it anymore. It's just now, it, now I just know that's that's, well, that's just not you. One of the rules. That's just you now. <laughs> As long as there's no space between pause, yeah, pause, but but here's the thing. How many, accept it. Right. So I mean, how many, how many times? How many times are you gonna? How many times are you gonna mess up doing the same thing? I didn't wait. Girlfriend mess up. And, and, and say, if it's, if it's a and say my bad. How many times can you say my bad before people are like, man, nigga, that's just how you are. <laughs> if it's a common turn of phrase, you gotta accept it. I feel like you do this all the time now. Like now, so I don't know you. I don't know you any different now. Now, now I've just accepted that that's your lifestyle. And <laughs> would 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 you would you love me any less if I was? Yes. Okay. I I, I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> I, so so listen, I gotta make you so so for for the record for the rest of this podcast, uh-huh. I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna avoid the nice uh, bright ring I have. I'm gonna look in your eyes now. Now do you, now here's the thing. What's weird? Somebody looking in your eyes? Well, that's all scary now. Wait, somebody looking in your eyes? Because that's a sign of respect to look at you in your eyes when you talk. Oh, do you want me to look at your, your mouth when you talk? Pause. Pause. I don't, I don't know what's happening anymore. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm lost too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, is, this is going into uncharted territory at this point. Cop, cop the merch. <laughs> Show me the pillow. Show me the pillow. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't do jealousy or envy because God gonna give me what He gonna give me. But God damn it, I want a fucking pillow. I'm hey, getting man. the pillow. I can't Come wait. To be, that's the next mission. The pillow. It looks just like that. <laughs> I'm getting the pillow. I'm getting the pillow. And, yes, and for record, Brian, I like yes, one thing when I when we're actually on the ride up, and I'm in mm-hmm. my car. You see the Merlin Terrapins uh, cover I on my, the headrest. My head. I saw those. I saw those. Mm-hmm. I didn't get no, one of those. We gotta get the headrest. Yeah, now I we gotta get, get one of those. I'm gonna take yeah, yeah. this. For the record, this is a black artist who painted all three of these. I know this guy personally. He painted all three of these. Fuck all that. I'm gonna put a Merlin Terrapins banner up here. I'm gonna put the 2001 National Championship banner right here. So the next time y'all see me on this podcast, I'm gonna be representing for my for my my, my turfs because he did the Bulldogs joint. Well, I didn't I didn't go to Maryland though. I didn't I didn't go to college. Well, that well, that takes away from the whole thing, man. <laughs> Listen, 
If I had a GPA, I would have went. I didn't have a GPA. Yeah, I was busy I mean, thinking about becoming a podcaster in 20 years. <laughs> you don't need a GPA. You don't need a 3.0 GPA to be a podcaster. You, you don't oh need a Dude, you apparently had a GPA of thinking outside the box and into the future. You are a wizard, sir. You are a wizard. I did not even know podcast was a thing. 20, 30 years ago, but god damn it, you sir. It was it was something. Uh, uh, a goddamn was, wizard. It was a blog, he was a blogger. You was a you if you are a podcaster who saw video, you were probably blogging then. Yep, bo it, blogging it. blogging turned into vlogging. Vlogging turned into uh Party. Vine. Did you do it for the Vine? Pause. God damn it! It just this is this is bad. It just won't stop. It won't stop. This is this is habitual. Now now I just want to get an intervention started. I listen. I am habitual. I who, I am habitual. Let me see if I can get somebody that you know on the phone, and we can just have an intervention right now. It needs. <laughs> she, it needs to be at least C cup though. If they know. ain't C cup, they can't help me. They can't help me if they're not C cup. I'm gonna uh, see if I can get somebody like an old relative. Who's who's the oldest relative you got alive? Shit, we not gonna count grandma. Yep, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> they be like, see, see, grandma's about, hold up, grandma's about Christian. She one of those types that won't be on camera because she feel like the devil trying to steal her soul. So that's all right. She ain't got to be on camera. She just needs to hear what's happening. <laughs> Shit. Grandma got like two minutes. She heard. She hear damn hey, She gonna like nah. She would be like, oh, I'm moist again. And then <laughs> they mo, uh, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> like, her her <laughs> kid gave her my awful gonna be like, what, Damo Hicks? I know that nigga. Nah, I'm like, wait. You say nigga like, that I said nigga then. She gonna be like, she gonna be like, it ain't rained in this desert no for 50 years. <laughs> you was generous with that 50. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Old as, as dirt is an insult to dirt. Wow. I love my grandmama. My grandma, listen, I, you know what? Be honest with you, who really knows how old that grandmama is? I do. You know how old your grandmother is? Yeah. How, who snitched? She did. <laughs> uh, she must have had a milestone in one of that, that specific birthday. Yo, my, my, my grandmama ain't telling you how old she is. She won't tell you what year she born. None of that shit. I got you. Listen, I'm blessed to have two two living grandmothers. You got to run up on her, take a take a purse, look at her driver's oh. license. <laughs> driver's license? They shit. I wouldn't. I hope they're not driving. No, no, that doesn't mean they ain't got no license. They still got to have ID. How how does your, how does your grandmother? You have you have two living or one living? I got one. How old is eighty nine? Eighty nine. What about you, Brian? Both my uh, grandparents are deceased. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Do you know how old they are? As in, uh, in, in the past, do you know how old they are? When they pet, when my my grandma's uh, father's mother died, she was uh, 84, and when my uh, my mom's mom's died, she was 36. So, so you need <laughs> oh, the 36 year old. That's that's sad that she died young. Yeah. But I yeah, guarantee you, you probably didn't know how old your 84 year old grandmother was until you read oh, that. Until I saw their obituary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you know. until you read the pamphlet. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I don't know how old my mother is. 
And and it's fucked up because <laughs> that's bad, that's bad. listen, I'm the ass. You know why? Because at a at a young listen, I got four grandmothers because you know what I'm saying I count my 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 uh my step grandmothers. I have four. I had four of those. I have like thirty cousins, first cousins. So I'm like, yo, I'm I'm not about to remember all you motherfuckers' birthday. <laughs> Nigga, you you are the worst family member in the history. Hell yeah. I thought I was bad. No, no, no. I thought I was I am bad. Not the first. Listen, you are the worst family member of I'm all the second time. Worst. I'm the second worst. The first <laughs> worst. The worst one is the one who act like it. I'm not the worst because I tell you like this. Listen, when they when when somebody say happy birthday, I'm like, oh shit, happy birthday. I celebrate with you. Now, I won't be the first to initiate most of these motherfuckers. It's too many people. You should. It's too you much should. pressure. To remember, listen, to remember sure. people's birthday, it's too much pressure because you, you got right. your family, then you got your friends, then you got the old people. It's too many people to remember. You absolutely correct. Absolutely Thank you. correct. So, so here's the thing. If you on Facebook and you have put in a fake birthday and I tell you happy birthday on that day, Motherfucker, that's your birthday to me. I don't, don't know what your real birthday is. Don't get mad. <laughs> don't get mad. Bitch, you shouldn't have lied. Nobody has time to go research this shit. And, it, and it's always a female. Bitch, you too basic to be lying about your birthday. The nigga that's stalking you, you should have gave him some pussy anyway. You should have gave him some pussy. The problem with it is, is the fact that you want people on Facebook to say happy birthday to you. That's where you lost it right there. And you lied on, and you lied on there because you really think that Facebook is real. Whoa! And you, and you was like, "Oh, I'm gonna lie on here because I don't want, I don't want people, the real people, to know my real age." Ain't nobody on Facebook real. Fuck that! You know, my, you know my age on Facebook. My age on Facebook fuck. is like a hundred. <laughs> so, Damo, you don't like people uh, wishing you happy birthday on Facebook? I don't really care either way. So, okay, I don't care. If you've never wished me happy birthday, I don't care. If I've never wished you happy birthday, I don't care. But I'm petty. So I, when, when, my, when your birthday comes, I look to see if you wish me happy birthday. <laughs> if you wish me happy birthday, if you consistently wish me happy birthday, then I'll wish, I'll, I'll wish you one. Or I'll wish you a belated. I will Are do you, a belated. I do belated. You do belated? I, I I fly in very well. With I'm like habitual belated. You ever met a motherfucker who don't appreciate belated happy birthdays? Yeah. They be like, oh, like, it was nigga, yesterday. Like, yeah, nigga, I said belated. Yeah. That's what the belated is for. That belated is basically saying, bitch, I missed your birthday. Be appreciative that I'm at least saying happy birthday after the fact. Because I could have not said anything at all. Somebody out there wished you dead on your birthday. <laughs> it could always be worse. Hey, go, pause for a second. <laughs> that is the difference. What you just witnessed right there, you witnessed <laughs> the difference between uh, a, a nigga that's humorous from a stand-up comedian. That's the difference. If you never knew the difference, if you thinking you are a stand-up comedian or you just a nigga that's, yeah, you're funny sometimes. That's the I'm a nigga that's, yeah, you're funny sometimes. Damo Hicks, professional comedian. Hey, that's that's uh. In a nutshell, pause. No, that one you, you don't have to pause that one. You, now you now you just throwing about the hoping you catch you you doing a catch all. Yeah 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 yeah. You I don't you have to do it for that one. You don't have to do that. Motherfucker may think you know what I'm saying nutshell is ball sack. Pause. Hey look hey look 
Why, why does nigga Brian look like he in the in the air the night video? Like I can feel it coming in the air tonight. But like they're doing a commercial for uh for like uh Uber drivers though. Look at him. Brian don't have a light on his in his no, car. Uh -uh. <laughs> All you see is just street lights going by. <laughs> in the air tonight. Oh Lord. Brian, where your light at, Brian? Oh, Brian, Brian don't have his mic on right now. Brian's Brian's muted. <laughs> Brian, Brian background look like he looked like old uh was it when uh Q no was it when Doughboy was about to go uh shoot the niggas the cat the cap just shot Ricky. Except, Let me out though. Yeah, Let me yeah. out. Let me out though. <laughs> like like y'all just go like you just like he, he doing some mean driving maneuvering though. Like his Every mannerisms, his driving mannerisms are are off the hook. Every time Brian has a muted mic, I, I think that his fiance is like uh on his shit. Yelling at him? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just being honest with you. Look at look. For, for the, for, I'm pretty driving. sure I'm pretty sure anytime my mic is muted, somebody is probably thinking my son is ripping and running or making some noise and shit. <laughs> he turned the camera off too. <laughs> the, the, the fucked up part is the fucked up part is the way Zoom works is they focus the camera whoever when, when this when this recording comes out they only going to show whoever's talking so the fact that Brian's not talking they won't be able to see this shit oh but that's funny right now all we see is 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 the cube we see a cube for Brian that's fucked up that's fucked up all right so that shit is what, funny what if then when you don't have no upcoming uh, uh, gigs coming up, but what's what's the next the next step for Damo? Hmm, I, dude, I can't. Um... What do you want to see next in Damo's career? If I could, if I can flip, if I can flip the podcast into something, that's that's literally what I'm trying to do right now. Let's I talk flip, about your podcast. I want to flip the podcast into something because now because I'm like, I'm lucky. That not only do I have a relationship with you and 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 know you, I also you just randomly out of nowhere had a podcast with with, with Terrence and man, I, I know Terrence as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the that's the co-host with the most. That's my guy. Me, him, and uh, and my and my, and my other homeboy uh, who's a comedian, Marcus Brown. Other than other than the dope ass pillow. Why should my audience migrate to washing wine bottles and washcloths podcasts? Why? Oh, because uh, nigga, if you just wanna, if you just wanna, if you in your car or you at work and you trying to escape from the regular humdrum nonsense that, that that is on either the radio or the shit that people are doing at work, and you just wanna just zone the fuck out and listen to some crazy ass shit. That's it. Like that's what we do. We 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 talk about the topics, but then it's like my shit, Marcus's shit, and then Terrence is like the 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 the, the, the normal one. So he's, he's the one that reels us in. Yeah, he's Terrence the one that reels us in. Sometimes I can I can I can convert Terrence over into uh thinking on the dark side, but but like we had a whole we had a uh like our very first episode we did a thing where um. Where uh, we was like, it was a different. Like, what would you, where would, where would you rather, where would you rather be? Would you rather be heaven or 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 hell? 
what would you pick? And some, but that was, I'm paraphrasing, but that was the subject, kind of something like that. Marcus, my boy, he was like, oh, I, I want to go. He said, I'm going, I want to go to, I'd want to go to heaven. I think it'd be a great place. I, I, I can't wait to go. Me, I was like, oh, I'm going to hell. I want to go there. And then he was like, wow. I was like, uh, nigga, think about it. Everything that they say sending you to hell is all the fun shit. I want to be there. I want to get wasted. I want prostitutes. I want everything. Gangsta hip hop music. Everything is where the fun is. I ain't trying to be up here. Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem, though. On no fucking cloud listening to Kirk Franklin. Here's the problem, though. When you go to hell and you get those prostitutes, all those prostitutes are burning. Guess what? Me too at that point. Who cares? It's okay. a win-win for all parties involved. <laughs> it's the whole point. Yay. Hey, listen. Who who better to have who, who better to fuck when you got gonorrhea is another bitch with gonorrhea. We ain't got to worry about who gave what to what. Like, I probably did. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It seems it seems to burn a lot when I pee down here. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be nowhere with all them all them uh uh holier than thou's listening to. That doesn't seem like pressure. That joint seems like a waiting room at a fucking doctor's office. It felt like pressure. All the PC magazines, all the PC music. All the movies gonna say Mickey Flick instead of uh, the, the good shit. I don't want none of that, man. It's gonna sound like a Friday, a Friday on BET. Yeah, it's weak. Nobody want all that. Mother Flipper. Yeah, mother, mother trucker. <laughs> I don't want none of that. I want the full thing. Give it here. I've, I've, I'm, I've come to the matter of fact. As soon as I get there, I'm gonna apply for a job. Okay. I want, <laughs> I want to drive the bus. So since you did happen to help. One thing we do on, on the ride up is we do either or. And normally, I hit Brian with either or. I'm going to hit you with either or. Hit me. All right. So we're going to start off with a, with a, with a, with a, with a, a small one. Matter of fact, hit me with a couple of them. Hit me with a couple oh, of them. And then absolutely. Since it's wine bottles and washcloths. Great. White or red? Red. Are you saying that because that's on your... your on your banner or because you oh, like I'm saying it because I prefer red wine over white wine. Okay. Okay. Big ass or big titties? Mm. I'm a butt guy. Now, I'm actually, I'm, I'm asking, I'm going to pause on this because I used to be an ass guy too. But the only reason I was an ass guy is because bitch was getting boob jobs. Now they get ass jobs. So yeah, that's a follow-up. You can tell the difference. You can tell the what, difference. What's more preferable, an ass job or a boob job? Uh, do I have to pick one? Because I'd prefer either one. Like, I don't mind if she's part of the itty-bitty titty committee, my friend. Like, it's all good for me. Yeah, but have you seen some of these ass jobs, though? Oh, I don't want that at all. So I guess I would have to take, I would have to take boob jobs over that. I would okay. have to. Wu-Tang Clan or Tribe Called Quest? Tribe Called Quest. See how I said it with no hesitation? Kevin Hart. Pushing the, push the different Kevin vibe. Hart or Cat Williams? Kevin Hart. I can't stand Cat Williams. Facts. Dive into that. 
I need you to dive into that a little bit. How can right, you not so, take Cat Williams? Okay, so here's the thing, right? Is so, it because he's a hater? No, it's because when he was on BET as Cat in the Hat, he wasn't really that funny and nobody paid attention to him. He got into Friday After Next and became Money Mike, and then he took that Money Mike character, and now he's got, I'm Pimp Conacalls, and all then he started doing all that stuff. Eh, you're a character, friend. You're a character. Okay. Harry Spears. Not a fan of him either. So I don't even know what the second one is, but I'll take that one. Sheesh. Really? Yeah, that dude's an asshole. Let me. Okay, I, I, then I'm gonna take Eric. God damn, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be. Eaten. <laughs> right. I, this not a slut walk here. Okay. Uh, damn, really? Yeah, guy's an asshole. Okay. You don't think he's funny? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you threw me for a loop there. I thought you would like Eric Spears. Hey, man. I'm glad that I could be the uh, the monkey wrench in this system. Okay. And you see, okay. this is why people should listen to the podcast. Ain't your average Joe. <laughs> my shit is going to be somewhere completely left field, even though that was my right. If you could perform in L.A., or New York. LA. I love LA better than oh, I love the LA scene better than New York. I didn't get the oh. finish. Oh, sorry. Go for it. But in New York, you at Madison Square. Yeah, I'm LA still. Really? I like LA. I love the LA scene. I just do. But Madison Square is like the ultimate look though, isn't that? Yeah, but it's still New York people there. <laughs> which is <laughs> which people is the try, same. People travel to go to Madison Square. Not for a comedy show that they know would probably end up coming to their city or somewhere close. That's okay. just not how, how tours work. There's never just one date only. Get here or not. If you got a call, like a casting call, would you be on a TV show or a movie? Now we're talking. Okay, so... Is there is what's the specific? Checks the same. Checks the same. Whether it's one movie or whatever you do on that sitcom, the check is exactly the same. Yep. The, I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the sitcom. The sitcom. Why? Because the payouts aren't gonna be one lump sum like it would be with a movie. The payouts are gonna come. I'm pretty sure you get paid after the, the episodes. So if they could give it to me as the episode was a film, like every time I, I filmed, or maybe it is a, maybe it is a lump sum. I get paid a lump sum for 10 episodes or, I don't know. I guess I would take the, yeah, I'll take the, yeah. See, that's the thing. It's hard because for a TV show, for a TV show to have uh, movie money, that joint got to be. Well, there's no guarantee that it's movie money. You just getting the same one way or the other. Now, oh. reason why, reason why I ask that because I see this is why I came up with it. This is why I thought of this one is because I see some uh, actors who will be they do all they do is TV and it's like they very rarely do movies. 
And it's like, you gotta be, I'm saying, it gotta be a psychological thing. Like, you know what, I'm comfortable with doing TV shows. Yeah. But 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 look where but look where movie look where movie stars are going full circle now. Angela Bassett, she on TV. But if Angela Bassett wasn't a movie star, would she would she draw the same attention to move to TV shows like that nine one one TV show? I don't know. Which college did the same thing? Ray Liotta did the same thing. Jennifer Lopez did the same thing. I mean, I think people are like. It's a steady, it's steady check. I think people are saying content is content, and they try to try and get, you know, yeah. paycheck. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's a different. Uh, I would take a if, if you gave me the option of, if the money's the same, I would take a TV show over the movie, only because I think I have a better shot of being seen over and over again on a TV show versus a movie. Because people don't, you can't binge a movie. You watch it, maybe you watch it one time, you never see it again. You how many may times? Watch, how many times have you watched Half Baked? A bunch of times. Now that's that's a valid point. If your name is Dave Chappelle, or cool. if you're one of the four got four or five people, but there's people in that movie that you may never see again. Like like the family who wanted to rape, you know what I'm saying? Rape his man's in jail. Whatever, whatever movies he's been in. Who, Nasty Nate? Nasty Nate. He's not in a lot of stuff. I don't think Nasty Nate was an actor. I think that dude did one Jordash commercial. Nasty Nate? <laughs> and he fit the description? Yeah, I think he, I think he did like one Jordash commercial like back in the 90s. But, it, but if, you go, go, if you go to uh, if you go to one of these SVU uh, TV shows and pull one actor, I guarantee you he's been on a bunch of other TV shows getting that check. Uh, I've seen a lot of movies where a guy has been in the movie and actually even had a respected role in the movie, and I never see him on anything else. So you got to get you got to get in the in the type of situation that Michael B. Jordan is in. Anything Ryan Coogler do, that's he, his man. But he started in TV though. I know. So I have but, I would I I take TV. I'm gonna take if I got to choose between. Same check TV movie. I'm taking TV. You know what? I would do. I would do TV as well. I would. I would do TV as well. I would do TV okay. as well because I think TV could definitely springboard you into movies. I would definitely do TV as well. Rap or R and B? Rap, definitely. I get tired of uh, listening to niggas singing every five minutes. <laughs> they singing rap now though. Yeah, and that shit's whack. <laughs> that, shit, that shit is whack. I'm 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 coming from the hip now. Michael Jackson or Prince? Prince. All around artist. He plays, sings different keys, plays every instrument. And what and does, who? does that have to the actual product? The guy can the, the dude do you know who you know who who sang backup on his first album? Him. <laughs> every high pitched note, everything that you thought was a woman singing in the background was him. Mike ain't doing that. Mike, Mike, ain't, Mike, Mike ain't writing his own songs. But the product is still good. Mike was the Mike was the 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 world's pop star Drake. Huh. That's disrespectful. Drake. <laughs> I'm just saying he don't write his own shit either. But people love oh, the music. 
<laughs> now, Michael Michael Jackson is entertain. He's one hell of an entertainer, and that nigga can sing, but he don't write his own shit. Prince, right, last one, last one. If it came down to it, you had to vote for the presidency, and you had to vote between Trump and Kanye West. <laughs> I'm I'm moving to Ghana. <laughs> I'm moving to Ghana. That's a good place. <laughs> what I it's nice beach. They've invited us. Yeah, hey, that's why I'm that's why I'm moving. They, I'm gonna be like, uh <laughs> what's, what's that? Where's that? They email? invited us. Did you know that? They Ghana invited us. Clearly <laughs> the motherfuckers ain't been paying attention. Like you wait, you know what some you know what you inviting? Everybody hey. ain't got <laughs> Everybody no. not Sean King and Beyonce. You know who let, you inviting? Let this dude, let this dude get get a get a second term and watch how many niggas show up in Ghana and they gonna be like, whoa, we did not, we did not know. We did not know you could put a pontoon on a Caprice classic. niggas with outboard motors on their Caprice. All right, I got one last question for you before we wrap this up. Using that, what's that black shit that the nigga put? What's that flex seal? Motherfucker, seal that shit up with flex seal. Just they, they'll be calling Trump for the wall. Hey, you, you talk about this wall shit? I think I think you wasn't off base with this wall shit. Let me let me get this wall. Well, uh, Ghana, look, watch, watch it. Wait, wait till uh, after the election, let that motherfucker win. Watch January twenty twenty one. Watch when that big rumble. Come in 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 the distance in Ghana, and then they show up, and it's gonna be a bunch. It's gonna be a whole herd of motherfuckers. Like here come the up, here come the up, uh, uh, uh. just a bunch of niggas playing go go in Caprice classes, sealed up with flex on, whatever that shit is, just riding across the joint, straight like. So, when I mentioned my my twenty five, and I mentioned Monique, I saw you react. Your your reaction was interesting. So I'm not gonna ask you about Monique, but what I'm gonna ask you is. Who would you like if you if you had a a female that made your top twenty five? Who would that female be? Wanda Sykes. You not dissuaded by her last stand up special? Mm-mm, because her overall body of work is great. Mm-hmm. You know, overall, <laughs> overall, she is she is she is she is she is, she is uh, she's a banger, but. Is it not unfair to say that her last special was lackluster? Uh, is it not safe to say that Lil Wayne's last album was lackluster? <laughs> but if you ask me if Lil Wayne's in my top 10, I'm going to say hell no. He shouldn't be. We, you didn't say top 10. You said 25. He wouldn't be in my top 25. You're a liar. Not a Wayne fan. You're a liar. But early, I, Wayne, early Wayne, early Wayne, early Wayne can no. Early Wayne is a banger, bro. Recent I'm Wayne, not a Wayne fan. Early Wayne was bars. I like, put it like this. I felt like it was a coincidence that the Wayne that I preferred is right around the time when he signed Drake. Interesting. That just sounds like somebody who really loves Drake more than he should. But I thought. <laughs> hey, so thought, okay, so when, so when people wear jewelry. And it's like real shiny jewelry. What do they call that? Shiny jewelry? Mm-mm. It's a specific word. You talking about cubics? No, you know what it is. You're just you're just playing dumb right now. 
Wait, you're... I can't legitimately be that dumb at this moment? Oh, no, no, because I refuse to believe it. I know you know. Are you referring? <laughs> wait, wait, that's not Wayne, though. Who? That's Juvenile. Who? That turn? Yeah, go ahead. You talking about Blaine? Yeah. Who said that's that? That's not Wayne. Really? That's Juvenile. Really? Wayne is on the hook. And what did he sing on that hook? Blaine. And who do you think came up with that? Juvenile. That's Juvie. That's Juvie's term. Hey, listen to Hollywood Divorce. Listen to Hollywood Divorce. Outcast featuring Lil Wayne. The nigga says, bling, bling, I am the originator of the term. Yeah, he says that. It's in the song. I, it's, a, I can't, it's a song. I can't remember the name of it. I don't have the, 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 the recall that you have. But Juvenile was like, the nigga Wayne lied. He didn't come up with the term. He got it from me. I can't oh, yeah, remember the name of the song, though. Yeah, that doesn't exist at all. That's all. It don't exist? Mm -mm. I made it up. No, if, <laughs> that song. That song is written next to the. Uh, that, that joint is 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 right next to the first song that Drake ever wrote about DeGrassi High, <laughs> which is the only song he ever wrote because he don't write his own shit. Brian, do you have any more questions for Mr. Damon Hicks here? Uh, I think you covered everything, man. Just I want to salute Juan uh, Bottles and Washcloths as a podcast as, and him as a comedian. Hey, I and, appreciate uh, you, man. Okay, yeah, and uh. I appreciate you coming on with us. Hey, man, I apologize for uh, you having to deal with this. <laughs> you know, I wish... apologize for shitting on you. Hey, like, hey, look. Hey, look, look. Let me tell you something. If if <laughs> if you if you tired of your co-hosts all in your DMs, <laughs> all saying pause, <laughs> come to death row. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey y'all dudes oh are fun y'all are fun oh my god Damo, what's next for Damo Hicks hey man I'm just trying to grow this podcast that's it that's all I want to do I just want to grow this podcast uh, you know what I'm saying uh, get back I'm gonna I'm probably start writing again and hop back on stage so uh, I wrote some new shit over the over the quarantine that I tried out, and that joint was a that joint was a banger for it to be the first time I tried it. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. That joint was a banger. It was a bit I wrote about um, like being quarantined with my daughter and just trying to keep her motivated and being like, you know, I want you to be the best you. No matter what it is, like I don't want her to be like my mom told me I had. You know what I'm saying? They told you go to college, get a good job. That's what you need to do. Me, I'm just like you can be the best. You don't need to have uh, all this extra. You know what I'm saying? Stuff to be to be. You know what I'm saying? You can have a podcast. You could do whatever. I was like, she could literally, she could literally be a serial killer as long as she aims high. If she gets caught after 300 bodies, nigga, she was the best her. Think about it. You know how you know how good you gotta be to hide three hundred motherfuckers in spots where they didn't find you initially. You no. You, no wait, I would be bodies, exactly. that's, that's a really high bar. Oh no 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 no. It, twenty twenty is a good bar. What's the record? I don't, I don't know. know either. I don't know either. But what I'm but saying is, is, I think I, I think three hundred would smash that shit. If she my got three hundred, my point she is would this. be listen. You can't, even, you can't even execute somebody who got 300. 
I can't even be upset with her because guess what? Nope. She went out and was the best serial killer <laughs> that ever was. And I would be I would be in her documentary because you know they make documentaries about serial killers. Yeah, I would be do. in that documentary. It was like you know what? They all have. I, 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 I didn't know. I didn't know she was going to be a serial killer, but I did tell her to be the best. And God damn it, it takes a long time to hide 300 bodies. You know how small you got to chop motherfuckers up? So you, like, there's a, there's a level of dedication that she had to put into the stalking, murdering, and dismembering of these particular 300. Hey, yo, oh you made me fucking, you made me fucking snort. What's that with the lad when you come from the nose? You go, you made me do that for a bro. I don't know if y'all heard it. I don't know if the camera picked it up. I did like this. Be like, yes, yes, so she did not have the highest GPA, but guess who she outsmarted? The police. 300 so, different times. So she got a movie. Basically, you saying if you're going to be a serial killer and you got a movie about you and a documentary, you win. You, 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 you're the best ones you could be. They don't make them about all of them. They don't. You got Zodiac. You got some of them. Casey, some of them. Some of them, they just be like, oh, I didn't even know that nigga was out there. You, and it ain't that many black ones. Come on, she's gonna break stereotypes and barriers. She's gonna be the first black serial killer female. What? But is that why what? she got away with it? Because she's black and nobody suspects the black person though. Black serial mm. killer lives matter. Sheesh. That's a that's a hell of a hashtag. Hey, if trainees can say black trainees matter, why can't black serial killer lives matter? Oh, I'm gonna get y'all shut down. This is happening. This is gonna be the cannon right here. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one. Oh, this PSA, the one. PSA. Hold on, direct all your phone calls. Listen, I gotta close the camera. The rhetoric spoken from Damo Hicks does not fully <laughs> represent <laughs> those that align with those of us from the On the Ride Up podcast. We appreciate and love. All people, including uh, transgendered uh, people. Pause. I, I at this moment I can't <laughs> say pause because then it it won't be genuine. <laughs> so you pick and choose your pause battles. I see what you're doing right there, and this yes, it's gross. Yes. <laughs> I won't I I denounce the gross statement that hey. uh, Daniel Hicks made. Hey, for for all. The Kate and Jenna's out there. The, 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 I denounce. I here's reclaim my time. Here's your nuts back. <laughs> I I denounce the the tranny statement that uh, Damon made. He meant to say transsexuals, transgenders. I think. I hope. It was a coverall. I I I, I got it all. It Transmissions, transgenders, transsexuals. Transformers. Yeah. I don't want to leave out the robots. Transformers. Transparent tape. Uh, listen, I'm going to pull another. Transportation vehicles. Uh, what else can I think of that the I can only, say? The only, the only trannies we represent, recognize are those in a car. Transgendered is a different conversation. Nice almonds. Wait, is that bag half empty? Have you eaten a half bag of nuts? <laughs> you can't say a whole uh, a whole monologue about 
something like that, and then go and, and then start throwing the uh, get your your LGBTQ plus minus volume up, volume down, or whatever. The other shit they got on it. Delicious. Absolutely. Um, Damo, it's been what? What is the next step for wine bottles and washcloths? And I, I tell you like this: the fact that y'all have a pillow. That's a bar for us. What's the next step for y'all? Y'all got the that's pillow out the way. What's the next that's what, step? That's what does it right there. The pillow. That's a, a plateau. Hey, so uh, let's see. The next thing for us is we need to uh, we need to get Terrence back, and then once we get the band back together and we can start recording like we like we should, then we can start getting right back on our grizzly and uh, start putting out content. Because we're putting out content now, but it just don't feel the same because we ain't got we ain't got the we ain't got the third party with us. I would feel the same way if I feel the same way whenever I have to go on live by myself without Brian. Brian 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 and Terrence are like uh they're parallel they're parallel universes. I will say this that uh if Brian is a smart man, which I think he is, <laughs> he should be he should be on his exit paperwork right now. He should be doing his <laughs> <laughs> I was working. Nigga, what do you, what you think he's driving to? Like, he, he should be. He should be filing his exit paperwork. He should be. <laughs> he should be on Amazon right now, getting his own equipment. Because <laughs> there has been a lot said in this. There's people putting batteries in the Nigga, back. You can't quit me. <laughs> Just demo, but for y'all, I'm gonna say demo hits because I feel like you need to know it's demo hits. It's not Kevin. It's Kevin Hart. It's not Eddie. It's Eddie Murphy. It's not DL. It's DL Hughley. So motherfucker, it's demo hits. I appreciate it. So when you go and look him up, you know it's a million motherfucker demos, but there's only one demo hits. Make sure y'all Google this nigga. True. Google him. Or don't, I don't give a fuck. Watch my yeah. podcast and you'll see him on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch me on this and then do it. <laughs> you want to ride up? It's been a Dude. pleasure. We've reached our final destination. Y'all have a great night. All right. One.